Welcome to episode 181 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland. And guess what? We're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com on Twitter and on Instagram at tdrexplorer. On YouTube, you can find so many videos of merch and food and all kinds of fun stuff at, of course, TDR Explorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash TDR Explorer. I'm one of your hosts, Patricia. I take photos. Um, I'm, I used to always be at the parks, but now I feel like my child is always at the parks spending money. Uh, but I try to get there when I can. Uh, you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. And with me, as always, is the amazing Chris. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry, I was I was trying not to laugh because you messed up the intro. I'm still like laughing at it. I, I, of course, we're gonna edit that out and everything, but it's just when you when you opened up, you're like, "Welcome to the episode." It just sounded <laughs> it just it sounded so like it sounded so authoritative, and so like, this is the episode. <laughs> Like this episode is not like a super special episode or anything, but I was like, yeah, this is the episode, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. <laughs> uh, I'm the other host, Chris, chief content editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one. I don't know, being basic and visiting Starbucks more often or more than I probably should. It is what it is. I am proud of who I am. Before before we start talking about today's topic, we're, we're going to talk about our Patreon, which if you want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now and make a pledge. And depending on the level that you pledge, you get different perks. If you want to get early access to all our episodes, you get them at least 24 hours in advance of everybody else before it goes live on iTunes and all those other podcast places. You can pledge $2 and yeah, you get early access to our episodes and how awesome is that? And you, and you support the show and everything and it's just fantastic. So if you want to pledge, you can head on over to patreon.com slash TDR now. All right. We're talking about Starbucks today in Japan in particular. I need some Starbucks. I think we both need some Starbucks right now. I know. Like, can we get Uber Eats to send us some Starbucks? Is that... Is, is it, can we do that? It's closed. No, well, are there 24-hour Starbucks in Japan? No. Oh, yeah. I guess they'd be all closed, wouldn't they? Darn it. They need to make one. Well, I guess we could get our Starbucks fix from the Starbucks latte drinks they sell in the convenience stores. That's I have some Vias in my drawer in the kitchen. <laughs> I mean, I guess that works, right? It tastes like crap, but I wanted a free plate, the Christmas plate. <laughs> <laughs> Today, we thought we would talk about our favorite Starbucks spots, stores, locations, whatever you want to call them, within Japan. Because Japan, 
love Starbucks. And we have some pretty unique locations in the country, not just in Tokyo, but in other places in, in Japan. So we thought we'd discuss some of them today. I mean, like Starbucks is kind of like, well, I don't want to directly compare it to McDonald's, but you know, there's a Mac- there's McDonald's everywhere, right? No matter where you go, there's a McDonald's usually. Starbucks is kind of the same. No matter where you go, there's a Starbucks. I feel like there's more Starbucks than McDonald's even. Like it's crazy yeah. how many there are here. Like at my station, there are two, like literally right next to each other. <laughs> And it kind of, and my hama too, at the other station, the one station down, there's one, one floor down and one almost directly above it, like by the monorail station, um, where the exit used to be. It's crazy. Yeah, that that was weird. So I don't, I don't even know. I don't know why they did that. They're doing that in my city lately. And the funny thing is that the one in Urayasu proper, like the historic area, is always crowded and there's never seats and there's only one in that area. That's the area that needs two. Like, let me tell you, I mean, they're not hurting by opening another store in Maihama and Shinurayasu because they're always full. But that other location seriously needs a Starbucks, another one. So my city, I don't know, I guess they're trying to meet the demand or something. (laughs) Why do so many people like Starbucks here? It's trendy, right? Like Western things just really catch on in Japan. It's true. And it's one of those, I don't know, I, I guess it comes down, there's probably a lot of factors like culturally. Like I was actually talking with someone today about this about how way, way back, Japan used to be very, um, like when people would go out, it was very family-centric. So it's like mom, dad, the kids, grandma, grandpa would all go out together and you would never really go out by yourself. But obviously in Japan, that's changed a lot. And it's very it's very trendy for you know women to go out by themselves, to go to cafes and do these kind of things. And of course, Starbucks plays to that very well plays to that demographic and kids kids love starbucks because they have like especially lately like i I think like in the last two or three years they like every every month or so there's like a new type of frappuccino and sometimes twice in a month and the kids go and they take instagram like my son loves to go to Starbucks and just like sit and study there, like just to be there, you know, he's such a weirdo. He's, he'll have like a bag of chips. I'm like, you went to Starbucks and you bought a bag of chips. He's like, yeah, mom, I was at Starbucks. And I'm like, okay, whatever you want to do. Whatever kid. Okay. Sure. Yeah. You do you. Yeah. It's, you know, there's so many of them. You go there and like, look, I admit, I I go there and I work a lot of the time. It's true. Yeah, they are very good spaces for that. Their Wi-Fi is iffy at best, but hey, whatever. Coffee's the coffee is decent. Of course, there's better places for coffee. Like Starbucks is not the pinnacle of coffee. Yeah, imagination. I would say in that way, it is close to McDonald's because it's not amazing coffee. It's okay. It'll get you through your day it's accessible it's accessible accessible. yeah they do better with their like non-coffee drinks i think that's very true we should do an episode about like good cafes to go to that have spectacular coffee that are yes starbucks because there's 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 so many there's so many especially in tokyo there's there's a lot but 
But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about our favorite spots in Japan. Because, you know, when you travel, I, I think we both do this, Chris, that when we travel to other countries, we go to Starbucks. You do this too, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right. Because... 100%, like, guilty as charged. I am so guilty of this. I love to see how it's different, the menu, mm-hmm. and, like, what drinks are different, and, like, how the flavor is different, and, like, the, the cafe items. Like, some places have cake pops, which we do not have here, you know? So it's always kind of fun to see what other countries, like, what's popular in those countries, you know? Yeah, like, whenever, like, I go to Shanghai, I go to Starbucks there, and I go to Hong Kong, the Starbucks there. I've been to Starbucks in Singapore, and Australia really doesn't have a lot of Starbucks because Australia's They have good coffee beast. there. Yeah, whenever people are snobs for coffee yeah. in a good way down there yeah. and i don't blame them because their coffee is fantastic same with new zealand same mm-hmm. idea obviously canada the u.s starbucks is everywhere people go well, to it it's interesting because i think starbucks was like one of the places because so my hometown we've had espresso forever right because we have a lot of people from like the islands and from latin america and and people europeans coming to do business because it's a port city um, but I feel like in like my idea of coffee in America before Starbucks, like popular coffee was drip coffee or instant coffee. You know what I mean? Was my idea of American coffee um, outside of my city. And I think Starbucks kind of popularized espresso across the United States because it really wasn't a thing for a long time. And for those at home that don't know where your hometown is, where is that? Oh, I didn't say that, did I? Miami. No, <laughs> Miami. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I know about where that. it is, but I don't know. Sorry. Like, I know where it is, but I, you know, yeah. Anyway, we, we should really talk about our favorite places in Japan. For, we should. Um, um, okay. okay so, so, okay. Here, I'm, I, here, I'm kind of like, I have a, a problem with this because when I'm in the city, I don't go to Starbucks. I only go to my local Starbucks. I kind of do that too, just because the places that I really enjoy in Tokyo itself, they're usually so busy. I don't bother because, you know, I, I've been there so many times. I, I usually just go somewhere else just because, again, it's just so busy because people go there, right? So, like, you know, I've been there. It's great. I'm going to go to the you know my local one kind of thing but i totally feel you on that one i really do unless you want to be there like super early in the morning but who wants to do that i mean like i wouldn't get to starbucks super early in the morning because there's better coffee shops in the city the city has so many good coffee shops you know what i mean yeah that's true all right so let's uh let's start off with talking about or like some of our favorite places and before we move on because i know this is a question that everyone's probably thinking no, there is no Starbucks within Tokyo Disney Resort itself. Same with yeah. Universal Studios Japan. There's no Starbucks in these places. I'm so sad about that. I don't think it'll ever happen, to be quite honest. I don't think so. Yeah. But I guess the closest thing is the Starbucks in Xperi, which is our version of downtown downtown Tokyo, I was going to say. Downtown Disney or Disney Springs. Doesn't count. It doesn't have the theme park stuff on it. No, we like we there, there's no you are here Tokyo Disney Resort mugs. There's nothing like that, unfortunately. But there is you are here Tokyo and like Kyoto and Osaka. Like those exist. 
but there's nothing Disney related. I think the coolest one, and I haven't been there yet, is the one like the the reserve building. The one the in really Nakamegaru. Cool one. Yeah. The Nakamegaru. Yeah, so that's I guess the like newest the, the one? monster one. Yeah, that opened up in March. Oh my goodness, that's one of my favorite ones. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And I like I've how been, it's like, affected the times. other stores. Oh, you you've been there a lot. Yes. That's easily. incredible. Yeah. Because just be it's really out of the way for me, but it's one of those it offers more than just coffee, which I don't really get the coffee. <laughs> I go and I get like the pastries. Like they have a famous chef that does the pastries uh-huh. and the yeah. sandwiches. And they have a special floor for just the tea. So the mm-hmm. tea is really good. And then they have alcoholic beverages, which is also really nice. And you go there for the ambiance and like you get to watch the beans being roasted and you get to pick the type of bean you want if you're getting coffee and the view is spectacular, especially in the spring because of the cherry blossoms. Uh, Megiddo, like Megiddo River is one of the most popular places in Tokyo for cherry blossoms. So there's a lot going on with this Starbucks. So very tr- uh, strategic where they placed it. It just opened in March of 2019. So it's pretty new. And that's easily one of my favorites. It's just great. It really is. I love how the menu has even affected the other Starbucks. Like that it like they released um, menu items based on that store. Yeah, I guess. I don't know if they use it as like a test bed. I don't know. They must. Or I think to promote to promote that location, they do it. Oh, uh, yeah. Fair enough. The location Nakameguro is one of my favorites. It really is. You said you you like the the local Starbucks in your area, right? So the Shin Urayasu station. Yeah, I guess. Shin Shin Urayasu is like my my main go to. Um, there's a lot of hotels around here, so if you're staying in the Shin Urayasu area, our kind of main train shopping center opens at ten, which is a bit late. The one in Mona, which is actually on the same level as the train station, the train station is one level up. That one opens earlier. I think it opens like at seven. So if you want to get a coffee before going to the parks, that would be your one go-to. And the one in my home is also open a bit early, I think like maybe eight o'clock. So, and it's open later, the one in Mona as well. So I love my local Starbucks because I love the baristas know me, they talk, they're like, oh, I saw you the other day on the thing promoting the city. I'm like, yeah. Or they'll be like, oh, how, like, how's your son doing? You know, so it's so, you know, that's the other cool thing about Starbucks. The coffee is not the best coffee in the world, but the the company culture is so friendly and that also extends to Japan like and i'm sure you would say the same thing about your local baristas like they they do know their their clients that they see a lot and they're super friendly and it's nice to see a friendly face in the morning you know before going to work or during your work day yeah it's always nice just they know your order and all those kind of things like um there's a couple of times i've gone in like i'm wearing uh, like a Pokemon t-shirt and the barista behind the counter she would she would look at me and she would she would say oh Pokemon Daisuke ka?" meaning like <laughs> do you love Pokemon I'm like yeah I do and then she'll say oh Pokemon go yaru no like do you do you play Pokemon and you know so it's like you know little conversations like that which is always really nice so for other 
other Starbucks locations. One that's very popular that I really I like I really enjoy this location. I don't go there all the time just because it's always very busy is the Starbucks on the rooftop in the Tokyo building, which is in Omote Sando slash Harajuku. Oh area. yeah, that one's pretty cool. Yeah. It's very like the building is pretty. Like that's the one with like the like the diamond looking mm-hmm. entrance way. They sometimes have exhibits there too, which is cool. Yeah, so there's always there's always something going on in the building. And the Starbucks is at the very top and there's like an outdoor terrace that you can sit outside. So it's like kind of a really nice green space because there's a lot of like trees and stuff up there. Yeah. Which I think is really cool. I, re- I really like that a lot. Another one that I really enjoy, and this is kind of outside of central Tokyo. This is the Starbucks in Kichijoji Station, which is kind of attached to the Kao line or the Atre mall which is part of kijijoji station right the reason why i like the starbucks location it opened i think about 2015 or something like that this is when i was working for another company that was in kijijoji itself uh, this starbucks has outdoor seating well it's kind of weird it's outdoor quote unquote but it's outdoor in the train station that's in a bigger building it's really hard to explain but the outdoor seating, if you sit at like the, the bench area, like with the, the counter, you are at like eye level with the trains. So you can watch the trains go by. Oh, I like which that. Which I think is yeah. really cool. I, lo- I love just sitting there just watching the trains go by, which I think is really cool. So it's what, you know, one of those places if I want to go just to watch the trains, I guess. <laughs> like one that we end up going to, even though it's always insanely crowded but the building itself is pretty nice is the one in ueno oh which one um, is that it's um it's like right in the when like by the zoo and uh usually i think we usually go during i guess it's always crowded because we go during cherry blossom season probably or we there's probably some reason why we're in ueno around that time or, or around winter time too for some reason i'm not sure why we end up there it's probably like some kind of event or something it's always always massively crowded but the building itself is really nice and if you can get a seat indoors is really nice as well but it's just so so difficult to get a seat there yeah, that one's that one's usually pretty busy in Oeno Park. It's always busy. It's nice though. It, it's quite nice. It's cozy. It is really nice. That's that's a shame. They should have made it like a mega size Starbucks or something. Um, yeah, it's, another it's little, one that's it's a little not too bu- small. Yeah, it is a bit too small for that you know venue. Um, another one that's not busy is Ginza Six. That oh. Starbucks on the on, like close to the top floor where the the bookstore is. Okay. And it's a pretty nice one. one. They have like the upper scale drinks and everything, which is nice. And um, after having a coffee, there's a little, um, there's always a a temporary exhibit going on, or you can go to the rooftop and see what event is going on at that time of year. Sometimes they have like, um, right now they just finished like this light, um, this light installation that would um, light up with music. So there's always something going around. Are going on in that building so it's kind of a nice like calm location in the city oh i never would have thought that to be quite honest i know right that's a good pro tip if you want a non-busy starbucks ish i guess you have to go upstairs though so that's probably why that's true probably yeah i guess if it's not easily accessible people are gonna uh-huh. go elsewhere it's just yeah. how it is right i guess kind of moving out of tokyo 
because Tokyo has a ton of Starbucks. Moving over to, I guess, central Japan, the Kansai area. I love the Starbucks in Dontonbori in Osaka. Oh, I haven't been there. And I just went to, to Dontonbori too. So there's a, there's a big Starbucks right in Dontonbori. There's, it's right by the river where the, the famous Glico man is, like the big advertisement. Uh huh. The, <laughs> the, uh, Glico or, you know, however the, the jingle goes or whatever. <laughs> So for this Starbucks location, the first floor is nothing special. The second floor is where it has, it's, it's a big bookstore and they have these you know, big bookshelves and everything. It's very, very cozy, very homey kind of feeling. And I really, really love that. Oh, cool. So I really recommend doing that. Of course, it's, it's in Dontonbori. Dontonbori is like one of the busiest areas of Osaka, so yeah. it's always busy. Yeah. Uh, but if you get there early enough, you know, you can get you can get a good seat and everything. I love going there. I really do. It's all it's it's just nice and relaxing. I just love being around like shelves and shelves of books. Mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just something comforting about it. I don't know what it is, but I just I just love that feeling so much. It's just cozy, I guess. I don't it know. does sound cozy. Probably one of my most favorite Starbucks is actually in Kyoto. This one is so cool. Yeah, I want to go there. This Starbucks opened a few years ago in a hundred-year-old house in Higashiyama, which is one of the um, major districts in Kyoto itself. The building, of it's a hundred-year-old building. <laughs> of course, it fits perfectly with the aesthetic of the entire area. But there's, you know, a Starbucks sign just kind of outside of it. But everything else feels like it was untouched. And then you go inside and it's just like this traditional hundred-year-old Japanese house, which is just so cool. And it's very, it's very homey, very cozy. Probably the coziest Starbucks I've ever been in because they have, there's sections that are on the tatami mat floor. And there's places like with couches and benches and stuff. It's just like a really unique space for a Starbucks, for, I guess, any coffee shop, really, which I think is really cool. Have you ha- have you been to that one? No, I have been avoiding Kyoto for a while because it's kind of a madhouse. I, I've been going to Osaka a lot lately. I do really want to go to that Starbucks. So eventually, we're going to have to make it out there because it just, it's so cool. And I guess something that's somewhat similar, but it's not in Kyoto, is a Starbucks up in Kawagoe, which is actually, it's only a 30 minute train ride from Tokyo itself. So Kawagoe is a small, like a smaller traditional Edo period, I think Edo period town. Yeah, Edo period. Mm-hmm. It's much smaller. It's not as overrun with tourists as much as Kyoto is. And they actually have a, a Starbucks there that just opened, I think, two years ago, a year ago, something yeah, like that. Fairly and recently. It's not, it's not in a, it's not in a hundred-year-old building. It's a brand-new building, but this building fits the aesthetic of the area that it's in, so it looks like a nice traditional Japanese building. And on the inside is very modern, you know, nice clean lines, and it's all wood, and there's bonsai trees, and there's a Zen garden outside, and it's just like the whole aesthetic is just very pleasing. That one's that one's really nice too. That's like one of my honorable mentions i guess and it's one of those not a lot of people go there yet like i know I, like i've seen like 
people blogging about it and vlogging it and stuff. So I think it's starting to get more popular. I feel like Kawagoe, yeah, go go soon and, and, and before it gets popular. Because I feel like Kawagoe is still mainly Japanese tourists. So yeah. it can get crazy during like the major holidays. Probably during the weekdays on the non-crowded times is perfect to go to. And it's a really cool area. Mm -hmm. It's an easy day trip. Yeah, Tokyo. definitely. It's only it's only thirty minutes. Wait, you but Tokyo is massive, so you gotta save from what you're talking about because if oh, you're so, leaving yeah, from the true. resort, it's two hours plus. Okay, yeah, thirty minutes from Ikebukuro. Yeah, I, I should say, <laughs> and Ikebukuro is like northwestern yeah. part of Tokyo, which is like the edge of Tokyo. It's like it's okay, like close enough. to Saitama. Yeah. Okay, you got me there. Thirty minutes from Ikebukuro. Right. <laughs> I was about to say it's it's pretty far. For us. Okay, yeah, that's true. You're, you're right about that. <laughs> I guess one more, of course, the Shibuya Scramble, Starbucks and Sutaya. Not one of my favorites, but it does, if you can get a seat along the window, you can watch people cross the street. But that one is like, it's so busy. It's super it's busy. It's almost not enjoyable. Yeah. Because there's just so many people and everyone wants that seat along the window you almost have to fight for it oh my god it's almost not worth it but if you do it once that's good enough i think and also too that that's the only starbucks that i know of in japan that only sells one size of drink oh really i did not know that because it's so busy they what don't size? let you choose the size tall like the smallest one. Oh. So everything's one size, like the small size. So you can't the small get small size is short, Chris. Well, it's a tall. They, you get a tall. I see. The short, tall, grande, and venti. You get the. They only have tall. That's it. Interesting. I did not know that. That was really cool. That's really cool. I guess because it's so busy. Who knows? Yeah, it makes it less complicated. That's very true. Yeah, they they have to push through a lot of people. All right, so uh, yeah, that's our favorite Starbucks spots in Japan. Hopefully, I'll get to visit more in the future. You know what? Did I don't think I saw one. Or I don't think I went to one when I was in Okinawa. I don't remember. I don't remember seeing one in Okinawa either. Was there? Is there one? Yes, there is. It was on the, the main shopping street in Okinawa. There is one there. Okay. They're not as abundant. No. Okay, like Okinawa was not as populated as the rest of Japan. I remember there was one that I did go to because I wanted to see what mugs they had. And they do have one for Okinawa. Wait, over here it says your favorite drink, Chris. Where do oh, they yeah, sell this in Japan? That. Yes, the butterscotch latte. Yes, 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 yes. yes what yes, do you yes. mean? I don't remember this. It's at the roastery. It's <gasps> only at the roastery. Okay, no, now I have a reason to go. That sounds amazing. The butterscotch latte is heaven. Butterscotch. Because we're deprived of butterscotch in Japan because butterscotch is not, no one knows what it is. Why don't people know what butterscotch is here? I know, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Oh my gosh, seriously? <laughs> yes. So I go, want that go so bad. It. It's really good. It's delicious. Oh my God, I want one right now at midnight. <laughs> Me too. And what's your go-to? My go-to is an iced coffee black um, oh. with no sweetener. But during the springtime, I love the cherry blossom latte, whatever version of it they have. I freaking love it. I love it so much. It is like my favorite thing. And they sell out. Though last year, they didn't sell out. So I try to drink it as much as possible, but it's so dangerous. 
<laughs> and then in the winter time, I like the gingerbread latte, but I haven't had Those it this are year. Both good. I'm on a diet. They're, They're both, both very good. good. But it doesn't like butterscotch, man. That's amazing. Why did you tell me that exists? Now I'm like, now I want to drink it. Oops. um well i guess if like if i don't go to the roastery of course there's no butterscotch latte so usually my go-to depending on how i'm feeling it's usually just a latte that's really it like i'm pretty starbucks latte is so good so yeah i I usually get that that's usually my go-to and if i'm feeling like depending on which location i'm at because some of them don't have nitro some of them do. Yes, so I'll get like nitro a nitro cold brew. Yeah. yeah. So those are kind of the one other ones I'll get if I'm not going to the roastery to get my butterscotch latte. Just True. All right. So enough about that. We have some wonderful, wonderful explorers to thank for supporting us on Patreon. A big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Amanda, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M., Carrie, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Emily, and Baker. And thank you to Jamie and Jose. Thank you, Kathy. Thank you, Lee and Marie H. Thank you, Michael and Murray. Thank you, Sophie. And thank you to Spoopy. Thank you, Thomas and Tomoko. Thank you, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie. And okay, another one that I really, really like is Amy and Andy. Because their names are so cute. And it kind of reminds me of like Raggedy Ann and Andy, but it's Amy and Andy. And I just, I like really, really love reading their names too. <laughs> Thank really you cute. so I much. Ne- I never thought of that. I right? Never thought about that. That's how I picture them when I read their name. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now they have to send us a picture so we can like imagine. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. So make sure you write and review us on iTunes, Google, Play Music, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts from. And if you have any suggestions or questions for the show, you can send them to us. Contact at tdrexplore.com. You can find us up on our website at tdrexplore.com, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook, or I already said Facebook, YouTube. Pinterest, all those places, all under TDR Explorer. And I'm your host, one of your hosts, Chris. Chief Content Editor for TDR Explorer, and I am the one having as many butterscotch lattes as I can possibly drink in a single day, I guess. And joining, as always, is the other host, Patricia. I'm the other host. <laughs> the other host. I, was, I was trying to change it, it up. It sounds so ominous. I'm just like, the other host. The other host. <laughs> um, I'm the other host, Trish. And um, now you've got me thinking about that butterscotch <laughs> latte. And I, I really, really, really want to try it. And then I'm wondering what the max size on that is. And does it taste okay at the max size? Or would it be better to stay at the small size? What size do you recommend for a butterscotch latte, Chris? The biggest one you can get. The biggest one? Okay. <laughs> I think I think at the roastery they only have one size for that really? one in particular, I think. Because it comes okay. in a mug. Oh, no yeah. way. Okay, that's nice. So you have to eat in if you want that drink. Well, I think they'll give it to you in a, like a to-go cup, but... I think it's I think it's only a grande or something like I I don't grande remember them big. being multiple sized. It's, it's, yeah, grande okay. is pretty big. Okay, um, you guys keep exploring Starbucks 
around the world and other places. And we'll see you next time. And a big thank you to my other co-host. <laughs> <laughs> Am I like the evil twin of the co-host? <laughs> Apparently. Oh, that was that was a poor choice of words on my part. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, explorers, we'll talk to you next time. Bye.